us. It's Dan and John from the Off Off Menu Podcast podcast. Uh, how are you doing, John? Yep, very good. Um, how are you, Dan? Oh, right, yeah, not too bad. And we hope yep. that you listeners are okay as well. Yeah, whenever this is listened to. Yeah, yeah. We're here to do the off menu of Kamel Nunjiani, mm. um, the actor and comedian. Um, you you know of him? You like him? Yeah, I, I've seen The Big Sick. That's a really good film. Yeah, it's a very good film. Yeah, uh, I really like that. Um, yeah, I like him. And mm. as I think we alluded to in the last episode, this is um, this is one I've been looking forward to. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, uh, I really enjoyed listening back to it. Um, yeah, I I enjoyed listening to it as well, and I think I can see. I can already tell that you're going to enjoy this episode, and it's mm-hmm. almost worth just skipping <laughs> various parts and just getting to the the, the main course because I think yeah. that's where the episode is. Yeah, um, I think so. Okay, but I think before we do that, should we um should we do some food news? In my face, it's food news. Yum yum. So yes, my food news this week, Dan. Um, now, by the time this is released, this may not exist, but I think it's worth mentioning anyway because this is very exciting in the world of fast food mm. um, and hotels. Um, so KFC have opened a KFC themed hotel in London. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> So this is only open for 11 days. Now we're doing this recording at the start of August um, and the hotel is only open for 11 nights on from the 11th of August at 11 a.m. for 11 nights for okay. 11 days. Um, now why 11? Because there's 11 herbs and spices in the chicken. Yeah. This hotel is in Shoreditch. Um, you will, it's, it's 111 pounds to book. Incidentally, and what happens is you arrive um, via a black Cadillac called the Colonel Mobile. Okay. Um, the 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 hotel is actually called House of Harland. Okay. Um, there is a hot winger arcade machine. There is um, complimentary chicken. There is a, a chicken button that you can press where you'll get received hand delivered finger licking chicken. Mm-hmm. And um, and and it's um, it, it everything's just KFC themed inside. Okay. Um, so, would you stay there, Dan? Would you stay at a KFC themed hotel? Now, this I, I'm hoping that this really kicks off and it remains open. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely would. I mean, that's quite good value as well. 111 pounds. If if yeah, you get a Cadillac yeah. and free, is the chicken free? Yeah, it's part of the oh. part of the um, deal. Yeah, yeah, definitely do it. What was the game again? <laughs> what was the chicken wings game? Um, I don't know. It's called Hot Winger Arcade Machine. Now, what I'm that... hoping is now we've done we've done an episode before where we've talked about some of the other KFC merch. Yeah, and in when I there is actually a game that you can play an arcade game where i think where the colonel is going around trying to collect all the drumsticks yeah so i'm hoping it's that game i don't know if it is but i'm hoping it is okay i think i kind of 
I don't know. In my mind, it was a game that dispensed chicken wings. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, I don't think it is. I don't yeah. know if they can keep hot chicken wings in an arcade. Well, that's machine. what I thought. But then, didn't they do a thing a little while back? Forgive me if I'm wrong, but did they not do? A ver- KFC did a version of a PlayStation or an Xbox which had um, a chicken storage unit <laughs> in it. Did you really? see? Did you see this? No. no. <laughs> okay, no. all there, all there. Yeah, KFC launches a game console with a built-in chicken warmer. Yeah, so it's called the KF KF console. Yes. Yeah, KF console. Yeah. Okay. Is it real though? I don't know if it's real, Dan. I don't know where I'm seeing it on the BBC website. All oh, right. Well, it must be real then. Well, uh, I don't know. Not, I've kind of got some issues with the BBC at the moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, do you want to go into that, Dan, or you? you is it, you know? Um, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it is the BBC alone or if it's kind of all the be all the television. I'm kind uh-huh. of a, a bit fed up of of all their presenters and all okay. their continuity announcers and Okay, yeah. A, 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 the the Olympic roundup is especially annoying at the moment. I don't know if you've seen this. Now, so is this Claire Balding and Alex Scott? Yeah. So is this to do with Alex Scott's um, accent? Because no. she has quite a southern yo cut nose. So there's been some criticism of that. How was there? Um, yeah. No, yeah. No, I have nothing against. But, but so you're talking more about the dynamic between the the two of them because it, it, is it quite awkward at it's, times? It's probably yeah. I mean, I don't think Alex Scott is the most natural presenter. I think it's probably one of a is it one of a, I've not seen it before on the tally. Is it one of her uh-huh. first? She's a, f- a female footballer, right? Yeah, yeah. But she's she's done presenting for a couple of years now. Oh, is she? Okay. I mean, yeah. It seems like, I don't think that that combination, Balding and Scott, is mm-hmm. especially great. I don't think they've got a great chemistry. I mean, it's, it's probably more Claire Balding. Right. Okay. She's never off the tally these days. <laughs> and yeah, she, yeah, you can't with, you can't get her off. And I, I, well, I don't know, I don't know what the Olympic Roundup pro- program is. I I don't know who that's for, because it's on between what? seven thirty and nine o'clock. But uh-huh. it's it's the they present it like they're presenting Blue Peter or something. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like um, they, I don't know. It's probably not them because I'm sure they're just being told to say what to, what they're meant to say. But some of the questions that they're being asked by the presenters yeah. are just yeah. daft. Yeah, yeah. It's like, are you proud? Like, someone won a gold medal. Are you proud? Are you proud of your son who won the gold medal? <laughs> gold medal. Are you proud of him? Like, they're not going to say no, yeah. are they? It's just like, of course, they're proud. And yeah, yeah, luckily, yeah. quite often, the people answering the questions have more now about answering the question directly, and they sort of form their own answer without really listening. Yeah, but it's yeah. just like frustrating. There's a guy doing like segments, 
Um, yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, yeah. Very annoying. Yeah, and yeah. again, again, I mean, if it was aimed at like, like you know, children and teenagers, then that'd be fair enough. But it's like on late on, and uh-huh, it's uh-huh. it's kind of not not really funny. Yeah, not because really. he's explaining a sport, isn't he? He's explaining yeah. you know, every day. He explains a new sport, <laughs> and he goes through, and he's you know he's he's doing little jokes, but I don't really understand it. I feel I feel like there's a lot of in jokes that I should have watched from the first episode. No, there isn't. There's just that's just what I okay. think is funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so and and um, <laughs> there's so there's two other segments. Well. So they do the roundup, don't they, Dan? Yeah. It's 90 minutes a day. They do the roundup, and about halfway through, they have a recap of the roundup. Yeah. So at some point, they go, okay, so now for the roundup. And they go, so, um, so you know, Tom Daly won a gold medal today. And you go, well, yeah, we've just seen that 10 minutes ago on the yeah. same show. Why, why are you doing a roundup of the roundup? Yeah. Where does it end? We'll have to do a podcast about the roundup of a roundup of a roundup, <laughs> yeah. and, then, and 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 that's that's annoying. Then you you see some children, some videos of some children doing some sports. Yeah, you know whether they're jumping off a pillow. Yeah. Um, and, quite, and apparently I, that's sport. I quite like that. At least that's original programming. Sure. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I, well, one. I was, yeah. So the, the what? Just while we're talking about the guy who does the segments. Whoever's in charge of that is, must be the same person who does Homes Under the Hammer. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. Um, they were doing a thing yesterday on the, the rock climbing one. Yeah. And they kept having, having different songs to do with climbing or holding onto rocks or... And it was just yeah. it was just like, come on, you're better than this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, they're yeah. like... They played like... Uh, um, hold on by Wilson Phillips about three times during okay. the segment when the guy yeah, was holding yeah. on to a rock. Yeah, it's like, we yeah. get it. We, we get yeah. it. You th- we don't need to it's, have... It's the laziest kind of um, way of creating something is is yeah. to go, okay, what, what are we doing today? Um, right, we're doing rock climbing. Okay, um, can we get a list of songs with rocks and climbing <laughs> yeah. and and you know anything to do with that and, and we'll 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 shoehorn them in wherever possible yeah they had the, the skating one they had that the roller uh, the, the skateboarding one so they, they had yeah. skate skater boy by Avril Lavigne oh right yeah uh, yeah and and rolling by uh because oh, okay. obviously there's yeah, yeah. the wheels go round in a rolling fashion yeah it's just uh-huh. come on and then they do a thing at the end have you seen this? I don't Kanichiwa or Kanichina. Yes, that was my okay, yeah. So so which is is that's racist, right? That I, is... think, I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they they, they 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 build it up like, oh, this is a really we're doing being really cool. Like Claire Balding, she's she, we like Claire Balding presenting serious pro it's like your mum trying to do something, trying to be cool and down with the kids. Doing like yeah, yeah. hand gestures and fist bumps with Alex Scott, and then yeah, yeah. and then this this Kanichiwa Kanichina racist for start as we've established, <laughs> and yeah. then it's just like you've been frame time. Yeah, 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 and that's off the back of watching a, a child jump off a pillow. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, 
Now, now th- th- this whole thing is redundant because the, the Olympics is way over. You know, yeah. this is the Olympics ended a long time ago, but um, it's still worth um, discussing this. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah. But um, no, I'm I'm glad that um, by the point that this is done, that that, that when this is out, that the Olympics is over. Yeah. And. We no longer have to watch. And oh, oh, the only other thing I want to say about it is that opening scene, you know, when they're walking down. So it always starts with Alex and Claire um, stood in a room with a TV behind them. And they say, oh, what a brilliant day it's been today. Yeah. And it's it's so badly green screened. Like, Dan, oh, yeah. Dan, when you watch it, when you, yeah. So the legs, the legs aren't there, Dan. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. The legs aren't there, okay. but they're pretending they're in Tokyo, but they're not. They're just they're just in Salford. I mean, it's, it, there's a lot of graphic use. I will say that in that studio, yeah, isn't it? It's like they're floating on like beams or something because they they've got like graphics on. I presume it's all green screen then, so they've got green screen floor, green screen walls, yeah. green screen yeah. ceilings. It's just the whole thing yeah. must be. I don't know. Well, maybe it's not a real Claire Balding. Maybe it's a green screen of a Claire green Balding. green screen Claire Balding. Do you think Andy Serkis is in a suit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> doing, yeah. doing Claire Balding. I think that's definitely the case. But um, yeah. no, I'm glad we've we've covered that. Um, and that's my food news, Dan. <laughs> yes. Good food news. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you feel the same about all these things because it's been brewing up inside me all week and I, I, don't, <laughs> say, I don't say anything to Rachel because you just think I'm being petty but yeah, you know yeah. um, we've watched it a couple of times and I think we've each time we've watched it we've gone ah this is just why why is this here yeah also... it, as well as well the other thing Dan um, <laughs> yeah. this is so this goes on at what seven o'clock in the UK? Yeah. So at that point, all of the clips are on YouTube anyway. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you can watch it all anyway. You can just go on YouTube and watch it, and you don't have yeah. to have some fella, you know, throwing a shuttlecock around, yeah, pretending to have a laugh. Yeah. Let's just get get rid of that show altogether. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, well, whilst um, we're on the limit, I can vet about one more thing. Uh, the dressage. Okay. Uh, yes. Which is the horses dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no way that they should be giving the riders the medals for them. <laughs> no. <laughs> not, not a chance. Well, not like, a chance. I'm not saying they're not doing it. I'm not saying they're just sitting there, like on the horse mm-hmm. while the horse merrily dances away. But they can't be doing it. Like the horse is doing all the work in that. Yeah, and yet, yeah. you know. It made me so angry, John. Yeah, yeah. It made me no, so it, angry. I, I, understandably, yeah, yeah. Really, you're saying the dressage? Well, I think the dressage can stay because it's a great spectacle. Yeah. But I think they should have horse medals. Yeah, horse medals. Yeah, the- <laughs> and and the interviews, all the publicity should be with the horse. Yeah. And not the person riding it. Yeah. Or if the what if they are going to interview the rider, then they need to switch it up a bit and have 
the rider carrying the horse on their back whilst they <laughs> do a dance. Yeah, yeah. I'd, the, I'd like to see that. Yeah, do that. Then you can have your medal. Okay, so Dan, your food news. My food news. I don't know how new this food news is, but I, it's new to me. Um, uh-huh. And that is that Skittles have launched giant Skittles. Okay. Um, right, sure. Um, why? <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't think there was like a demand for giant Skittles. I don't know. And uh, what I will say is there's a picture I found not that much bigger. Yeah, okay. So that was my next question. Like if you're gonna if Skittles are gonna do giant Skittles, yeah. it's like when Cadbury's did giant buttons. Yeah, yeah. And they made them kind of maybe twenty percent bigger than a normal button. Yeah. Like if and, and initially when I first saw giant buttons, I thought, well there's just gonna be one giant <laughs> button in there. Yeah. Maybe two, maybe two giant buttons. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um and it's the same with the Skittles, you know, no one's asking for giant Skittles, are they? No no mm. one has gone, you know, I, I, the problem with Skittles is they're too small. No. No one exactly. is saying that. Exactly. So if you're going to, if, if, if Skittles are going to make giant versions of themselves, um, yeah, then I, I do think at least they should go, like, gigantic. Well, at least they should at least be, like, in my opinion, the size of a conker. Yeah, it should, yeah, absolutely. It should be a gobstopper. Yeah, gobstopper size. Yeah, these, uh, the yeah. picture I've got, I only just realised it's a comparison. In one hand, she's got the small ones, and then in one hand, the other hand, she's got the big ones. They're barely mm-hmm. distinguishable. I, mean, I, I, I honestly thought they were all the same. But right, I now, okay. I now yeah. see that the other ones are slightly bigger. It says on the pack, three times bigger. Because a skittle is the size of, say, yeah, it's probably it's it's what what would you say it's it's size of like a pea, isn't it? You know, a bit a bit bigger than a pea. It's probably more like um, a chickpea. A chickpea. That's yeah. right. It's a chickpea. Yeah. So you've got a chickpea, and what so, uh, three times bigger than a chickpea is probably. Was it like a golf ball, maybe? Maybe a ping pong ball is probably three times bigger than a chickpea. Yeah. But that's not the case. They've No. Yeah. So they've let... Like, if it was a golf ball size, then I'd be all in. I'd be like, yes. Yeah, same. Absolutely. That sounds amazing. And then I'd say to all the other sweets, like, where, what are you guys doing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, where's, where's, my, where's my giant M&M's? And yeah, giant. They should do them again, size of a golf ball. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't see the point. And as you say, who's asking for it? Yeah. No. No one's asking for it. No. And it's the same. Nope. No one was asking for giant buttons either. But no, you know, that's what they did. And and it, I I'd be hard pressed to find normal sized buttons now. Don't know where you'd find normal sized buttons. But um, you know, I, I go to the shop and everywhere's got. Giant, giant in quotations, giant buttons, um, and it's just a it's all a bit of a joke. I mean, surely that's an advertising standard sort of lie, isn't it? That's mm. misadvertised. They're big, bigger buttons. Yeah, bigger, bigger sk- buttons, bigger skittles, not giants. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Well, like you know, I think at some point we've got to define what a, what a giant is. You know, there was Andre the giant, and he, and he was much bigger than most other people. Yeah, I guess so. I was also uh, like to quote so, Rag and Bone Man. He he claims to be a giant in that song, and we've, we've talked, oh, does he? Oh, okay. Because he, he talks, he's I am a giant. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. And uh, yeah. We, we've talked about Rag on the uh, the podcast before. Yeah, Mr. Man. <laughs> yeah. So I think um, maybe those are the the standards. So if, if a skittle is to be called giant, it needs to be, if not as big as Rag and Bone Man, then at least as big as Rag yeah. and Bone Man's head. So I, d- I, d- I don't think Rag and Bone Man is that tall. I, d- I think, you know, he's big in kind of stature. You mean fat. And, and... <laughs> no, I didn't say fat. I just think, no, no. <laughs> no, I just think yeah, he's kind of just he's quite big, Bill. I wouldn't say he's a giant. No, he's not um, a giant. Yeah, who I, the only reference I can think of is Andre the Giant, and he was a giant, no doubt about it. How big? How big was he? I, I don't know, ten foot. Was he? <laughs> well, he didn't stop growing, did he? That was his problem. Oh, okay. There's a really good documentary about Andre the Giant, actually, and and um, it's it's really good. It's um, okay. it's about his life, and because he didn't stop growing, and then he had an alcohol problem, and okay. um, what would happen is he would go out drinking with his wrestling mates, and they'd have you know a couple of a couple of beers or something. He would bring a case of twelve bottles of wine okay. and just drink it all. Fair enough. Yeah. And that's how big he was. He could, you know, he could hold all, all that. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, I, 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 he was I, two meters and twenty-four. Two meters and twenty-four. Okay, that's yeah. quite big. Isn't so it? That's that's tall, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, isn't like so Stephen Merchant is two meters because that was the thing yeah. at, the, at the beginning yeah. of the pandemic. The government guidelines were to stay at least one Stephen Merchant away from other people. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think Greg Davis is about the same size, so there's uh-huh. nearly another foot on yeah, them. Yeah. Well, that's pretty yeah. big. Pretty big. That is big. Oh well. But then, you know, if if I saw, if I saw a giant button next to Andre the Giant. I would go, well, one of them's a giant. <laughs> yeah, one of them's a giant. Well, I know which one. Yeah. Who makes Skittles? Is it Nestle? I don't know. I don't really care. I, I don't really like them. No, no. Like Skittles, yeah, they're not that good, are they, ultimately? No. Did you see, like, they did another thing? I mean, this is, like, the the latest thing they've done to try and get in with people. Having giant yeah. skittles, they they have these LGBTQ skittles, didn't yeah. they? Where they took all the colours away because for some reason that's supporting um, LGBTQ people. Yeah, yeah. You see this? Yeah, I, I I did see it, and so they had like white packets, didn't they? Yeah. And 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 all the sweets were white as well. Yeah, yeah, and I just kind of like you know you you've you. You, your your slogan was taste the rainbow. Now the yeah. rainbow is the LGBTQ um, 
you know, flag pretty much. Yeah. Why why are you take why why are you removing it? Surely that's the opposite. That is yeah. the complete opposite of like <laughs> yeah. support. Yeah. But surely you should be like, oh well, you know, we've always embraced that community yeah. by having rainbow coloured sweets. Don't yeah. remove it. What's removing it doing? Yeah, I, I don't really get it. And also who is that targeted towards? Because no adult is no self-respecting adult is going out buying Skittles as a, as a snack. Most people who eat Skittles are kids, and they like them because of the colours. Yeah, yeah. And, like, kids nowadays don't care yeah, if you're but... gay or straight or whatever. Kids kids these days are a lot more up on things. So they they don't got a problem with, like, that, the community. Mm, yeah, yeah. So no, I what, think, what, what um... are they bothering? Well... And and I don't think the LGBTQ community have been waiting on the support of Skittles. Yeah, exactly. Have no, they, they? Have, they haven't asked for this. They haven't asked. Oh, yeah. Skitt- Skittles, will you support us by taking all the colours out of Skittles, please? <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't understand it, Dan. Secrets ingredients. So the secret ingredient for this episode is star anise. Um, James and Ed said it was like eating a piece of wood. Um, Ed went on further to say that it was like having a ninja star in your mouth, um, which cuts your mouth up. Um, star anise, Dan, yay or nay? Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's not yeah. like a cardamom pod where you're sort of accidentally scooping that up. If, if you've bitten into an, a star anise... Then that's your own. That's your own fault. Yeah, yeah. And you know, they're fairly pretty, aren't they? <clears throat> yeah, I think they're good. They smell great, and yeah, yeah. I like them. Yeah, I'm. Sh- I'm sure if if you know, for those people who don't like the the woodiness of star anise, I'm sure you can get powdered star anise. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so you know, just get that instead if you're not well, happy about star anise. Yeah, that's crack fine. open the the star anise, and that's way the seed is the the anise seed. So Kamel Nonjani, um, he chose still water today, Dan. So we're going to race through this to get to the main course, I think. Um, okay. But so he so he chose still water. Um, he doesn't want the, it to get in the way of any of the flavors for the rest of the meal. Um, he 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 just wants to prepare the mouth, not excite it. He mm. wants it um, default room temperature, and um, he ultimately he wants it on a drip. He wants a water drip, and he wants to sit at the back of the restaurant and eat his meal. Um, so yeah, what any thoughts on that, Dan? Yeah, I think that's fair enough. I think when he was talking about this, this is like when I most thought about the water being like spit. Mm, yeah. It, it just really put me off water. Like the fact he just wanted it room temperature and yeah, like just to moisten his mouth. It was just like a, that, that's, that's yeah. not a great way. But the fact he put it in a drip is like, well, that's fair enough. It wouldn't have been yeah. my call, but I think like, it's not, not a bad idea. Like room temperature water, just kind of, I'm I'm not a fan of because it's just like, well, where's that been sat then? Where where have you been keeping that for it to be yeah. room temperature? Um, at least in a fridge, it's like I know that there's no flies 
going into it, but in an open room, anything's getting in, surely. Bit yeah. of dust. Well, it's dangerous as well, because that's what killed those aliens and signs. Yeah. The room yeah. temperature water. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Okay, cool. So, Poppadoms or Brad, Kamel chose Poppadoms. He mm. wants the fresh, thin, yellow ones, and then a smattering of all the other ones, which I don't think he kind of went on to describe too much. He, just the different styles of Poppadoms, just a, a, a selection, I guess. I think, um, yeah, he didn't. I think he, he was like talking about it, assuming that people knew about all the other ones. And I yeah, don't, I don't yeah. think I've not seen that many different ones. No, I've seen ones with cumin seeds in. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, chili ones. I've seen that, and then yeah, plain yeah. ones. That's it. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I kind yeah. of want to hear so, more about the different types, but I thought I, for this, I thought that was the most exciting poppadoms round because it made yeah. me think about the other poppadoms that I might have been missing out on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And as well, they went on to discuss um, how they kind of eat their food. Um, so I was just wondering what your kind of theory on, on of it was. Um, so it was kind of. It was split whether um, they ate their least favourite food first oh, or yeah. kind of ate their favourite food. What's your thoughts on that, Dan? Are you, are you a least uh, favourite person? Yeah, I am. And I think yeah. I, I didn't, I've never really thought about it. Well, I probably have thought about it, but I haven't thought about it in a long time. And then I was thinking uh-huh. about it, listening back to this, and I, subconsciously I still do that. Yeah, like yeah. I, I will mainly eat the vegetables first, yeah, just, just to get them out of the way. Yeah, um, yeah. I think one of my big things is like sweet corn. I think oh, if right. it, I'm not a I'm not a big sweet corn fan, but I'll always eat it. And if I have sweet corn, I'll just get that out of the way. It's done. Yeah. So because sweet corn for me, I think is probably one that I eat alongside. Like, okay. Quite. Pretty much. I don't know, sometimes I go for the... Maybe I'm just in the habit of doing it now because I really like carrots. And if I have a yeah. roast, I'll always go for the carrots first. That's not yeah. to get them out of the way, it's just because I, I like carrots. Uh-huh. Sure. I don't know, I think it depends, really. I think mm. it's... Generally, I will go for a spoonful of vegetables first, though, maybe just to get that down. Okay. And then I yeah, can yeah, yeah. Uh, get into the best of the meal without having to worry about mm-hmm. the amount of vegetables that I myself have cooked for myself and put on my plate mm-hmm. in most yeah, cases. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I, I'd never want to have the nicest thing first, though. I think that's that's madness. No, 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 I, I, definitely. And I think when they were talking about it at the start of their episode where they were talking about the ice cream and how added eating the vanilla first... Mm. Um, I would do the same. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's different depending on ice creams. I'd maybe, when it's a thing on its own, maybe it would go for like the nicest thing. Yeah. Like put a selection box. Yeah. Yeah, so with a selection box, I'd definitely go for, 
I'd go for the best ones first. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I think most people do. That's why you get all the crappy things in the the bottom of a like a Roses or a Quality Street or a Heroes as yeah, well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, well, that's. I think that's a different thing though because they're communal. You know, oh yeah, I suppose those, so. Yeah. Those, celebrations and it kind of taps into the main course of today um where you're just kind of keeping an eye on what's in the box oh, what other yeah. people have taken and how many how many um galaxy truffles there are oh, left yes. in the celebrations absolutely that is the one they stopped making them didn't yeah. they i think in the end they stopped making them dan they stopped making them they stopped making them and did they take the malteser ones out I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe they. God, they did something like the truffles have gone, and the tr- the galaxy truffles were by far the best. Yeah, definitely, definitely gone. I think you can they, you can buy the, them on their own now, though. Yeah, Ga- galaxy truffles, but they kind of okay, repack they well... repackage them. Right. Okay. Okay. So, um, well, just know. just put them back in. Put them, put them back, back in, in, lads. Yeah, but then if they're the best ones, surely it's best that they've just kept them out and you can get them on their own. Yeah, um, and then in terms of they talked about bunching food on a fork. So are you are you one of those that kind of you will take um, a little you know as as much variety on a single fork full of food as possible, or do you you know are you quite strict on the meats, the meat, the veggies, the veg, etc.? Uh, I don't know. It depends. Mm. It depends what it is. I think, yeah, yeah. If it's okay, so if it's like fish and chips, I will make mm-hmm. sure there's mushy peas going in with most mouthfuls. Yeah, and then also I'll be making sure that the peas are out the way, so I can f- concentrate on just the fish and chips. So halfway through, they're kind of dealt with. Maybe there's yeah, a yeah. tiny amount left for if I want to make a final. Uh, Fish and chip butty at the end. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but then, sort of, if I first have a steak, like there's there's definitely no vegetables going in with a mouthful of steak. Yeah, that's being eaten on its own. The vegetables in that situation. I, f- I think it's different when it's if it's a steak. I don't mind having um, a bit of uh, you know a couple of chips on on my steak, and same with fish. Well, that's I don't yeah. mind that and so. Same with like a roast. I'll, you know, I think potatoes, as we'll get to, are one of the best things to have in most meals. Yeah, and that, that I don't class them as vegetables, and neither yeah. do the government or whatever. Because when you were meant to have your five a day, they did not include potatoes. Yeah, so I, I, I yeah, I agree. Potatoes good, but I, you, you, I've never seen anyone have like cut off. A piece of cauliflower to have with their steak. No, no. Uh, it just doesn't seem right in a way. What's your starter? Answer me. Answer me. What's your starter? Answer me. Camille said initially he's not an appetizer person. Um, then. They kind of spoke about soup a little bit, actually. I, I kind of forgot that they spoke about soup and how yeah. how it is a bit of a fad. Um, I think James said soup has um, soup has outlasted 
what it should have done. Um, yeah. you know, and, and, and they went on to discuss the trendy soup place called Ninkum Soup yeah. in Old Street, which I'm glad that they were kind of quite critical of soup. I think yeah. you know, we've discussed it quite a bit ourselves and, and our dismay for soup. So yeah. glad that they're on board as well. Um, but what um, Kamal did choose in the end was pan pori, um, which is a crispy pastry with spicy water, chickpeas and potatoes, which he then, um, you the, the pastry has a little hole in the top and then you can fill them and then you have to kind of sh- throw them back, which um, James then said is like the chat bomb from Mowgli, um, mm. which it is like this. I think this is the first time we hear about Mowgli. Um, yes. But the chat bomb from... Mowgli is amazing. It is like an explosion of so many different flavors. It's like yogurty. Um, I think there's like pomegranate in there. Um, there's chickpeas. There's it's so good. Yeah, um, I really want to have and it. And how how Kamel um, describes it? It's crispy, soft, sweet, spicy. Um, yeah, this is this is an amazing starter. I think. Mm, yeah, yeah, it sounds really good, and I really want. Both of those, the ones that James talks about, if anyone want that, and the one that he talks about, it just sounds really good. Um, yeah. I think I've, I've seen them, but I've never had them. I think I've seen them in the, like the Indian supermarkets, but I've, I've not been to a place yeah. where they've had them on the menu. And uh, it seems like a shame. Yeah, I think um, I think the best way I reckon with that type of food is to have it in a restaurant because the freshness really makes a difference. Yeah. And you are talking like, you know, as they just, as they said, like this pastry isn't built for containing all this stuff. Um, so it is like a case of getting them made and, and eating them straight away. And it's not even like you can mess around with a few bites. It has to go in in one. But they also, um, James said about the chocolate pan puree. Oh yeah. Um, which sounds, oh man, this sounds amazing as well. Yeah, so that was chocolate and was it cream or something? I don't know. Yeah, there was. I think there was yogurt in there yes, still. Yes, yogurt, wasn't um, there? Like a spiced but, yogurt and chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does sound good. Yeah. What do you prefer, starter or appetizer as well? I like appetizer. Yeah. I think I like the idea of an appetizer. Yeah, yeah. More Seems a bit a more continental. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I'd probably more I'd probably go for an appetizer more. Yeah. Than yeah. a starter as well. I don't know why uh-huh. in my mind. It just seems like what appetizing maybe. Yeah. I'm appetized. Yeah. I like that. You can't you you can't finish a starter and say I've started. Yeah. Start it. You don't call the dessert a finisher. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I think no. we've got we've got that wrong in this country. Okay, so Dan, the main course, Kamel yeah. Nunjiani chose, um, and uh, he previously said that he would never choose anything like grandmother's biryani. But yeah. he chose grandmother's biryani. Let me just go through the details of it quickly. Um, yeah, lots yeah. of potatoes. Um, he said that mutton is the best meat for a biryani. 
no nuts, yeah. no raisins. They went on to say that raisins ruin everything, which I generally agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man, there's so much to get through. Right, the layers. Potatoes on the bottom with curry and meat. He yeah. then wants raw rice, which is then cooked. The rice cooks as it's getting um, baked and the flavors go through the rice as well. So at the top layer, you've got kind of just boiled normal rice. Mm. Then as you get to the bottom, it becomes more flavorful. And the, the closer you get to the bottom is the best flavored rice. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so... and and. and one piece of potato with each bite. So he goes into mm. so much detail here. One piece of potato with each bite. He wants plain rice and then going down to the flavorful rice with some of the curry as well. Um, okay, Dan. So far, what do you reckon? Yeah, amazing. Love it. This yeah. Is, this is like one of the best mains for me on this. Yeah. I just love the way he describes it. And it, it definitely is about like... The potato, like having potato and biryani, it is amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. And I've, I've only had it once or twice where it's probably not even like as good as he's describing, but where the um, like the potato is in a biryani and you've got the layers as well. There's a few places in Coventry yeah. that do like, um, it's not, it's, it's like takeaways as well, where you just get a scoop of it. It's not like a restaurant. But the, the biryani yeah. is like that, and the, the potatoes are like orange, or like they're properly yeah. cooked through. I I think it's like because they cook it in ghee as well. Mm-hmm. So I think like it's almost like it's a comfy potato. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just so soft and like buttery and rich, and so like I, I, whenever he's describing these and like when he describes it this time it's just like yeah that, that potato is so good and like imagine if it's for that mutton there'd be so much flavour coming from the mutton into that potato as well mm. and oh yeah. it's just like Look at it. amazing so for the listeners Dan has got a big <laughs> smile on his face um, yeah it's um, I, and even when I was listening to it I was just like the level of detail and do you ever get this, Dan, when you're listening to a podcast or a song and you can kind of place yourself where you first listened to this? Yeah. And I can place myself like listening to this when I did and just uh-huh. be like, oh man, that just sounds so good. Yeah. And the amount of potatoes and just, I think it's, as we've kind of, we've done quite a few of these now, it's it's the way it's talked about as well. Yeah, you, know, you can have a biryani, but it's like it's the way it's described, and I, I, you know, I, I haven't had many biryanis. Wouldn't say it's like my absolute go-to at a, a uh, an Indian restaurant, but the way it's kind of talked about, man. Yeah, it sounds so good. It sounds so good. Um, the potatoes, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and. There's the, it's the stories as well with Kamal talking about how he was called Kamal Biryani. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> apparently as a two-year-old, um, he fell into a pot of biryani and was just eating it. But yeah. that turned out to be a lie. Yeah, it's um, great. But I just love that. I love that that's like he loves it so much that that's his nickname. Yeah, I think like that that is quite close to me nearly. Like I just love biryani <laughs> so much. And so I, I, I make biryani quite regularly to a point where Rachel's just sick of it now. 
and yeah. I make I try to make it like this because I get the packet biryani mix from mm-hmm. the um, the supermarket, which is like the proper Indian sort of mm-hmm. spice mix, where and it's constructed in that way. It's got potatoes in it. That is part of the ingredients: your potatoes, your meat, and it's all on the bottom. Then you put the rice on the top, and it's just the best. Um, mm-hmm. So much better than like restaurant biryani, I think. But mm-hmm. I think I try and recreate this this dish. Like especially the potatoes, I think I probably got it right once where the potatoes were like really nice. But yeah. um, I can't really remember how I did that. And yeah, yeah. I think there's quite a an art to it almost. I think yeah, in a way, like these packets are made for like. 10 people so i think you need to have yeah be making making a huge amount for it to work and it, it yeah. doesn't necessarily work if you're trying to cut it down and make smaller versions of it if that makes sense yeah but um mm-hmm. yeah I, I i really want to have grandmother's biryani and i know i can never have yeah. it um that's it yeah and that makes me sad but I yeah, know that yeah. there are some out there which are close, and yeah, yeah. I just love, I love, I love rice. I'll be honest. I think, uh, I think part of it is, as you say, it's like with it being grandmothers. It's you know, you know that uh, who no one can make it as good as what yeah Kamal has had, and it's even saying about his mom knows the recipe, but it's just that three percent yeah. less good. And just thinking about it now, it's like, it's not the first time we've had someone say, I want grandmother's food. Yeah. Um, I think the last time it happened was Dynamo <laughs> with yeah. his, uh, his nan's corned beef hash. Oh man, that's, that's, that was so good. That, that corned beef hash <laughs> in New Yorkshire pudding. Oh man. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And it's, it's the way I know, Dan. I'm sorry to like take you away from the biryani, um, but it's the way it's talked about here. It's like you know that is going to be amazing. Yeah. You know that it's yeah. like the way it's talked about is like yeah, that is going to be so good. And however hard you try, you could, you could do an amazing version of it. You could nail that kind of that dish, but it probably still isn't going to be as good as what he's describing. Yeah. Yeah. I think like there's something really amazing about Indian home food as well compared to restaurant. Yeah. Like it's so much better. Mm-hmm. Like there's a few places yeah. that do like home style Indian food in Coventry, and they're just like first start the half the price of the restaurants, and they're twice as yeah. tasty. They're just so good. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I I think. Like, I didn't just thought then, because I, I, can, I can really picture the way he describes it, and I can picture the potato. And I think it just, like, occurred mm. to me when I was listening to it, it was like, she's, like, probably putting, like, pretty much whole potatoes in there. Yeah. I, I, and, yeah. like, you can't do that for, like, a small amount of people either, which is probably where I fall short of it, because you have to cut the potatoes up to get in. But it's just, like, I can see that big old potato and... Yeah, just like it's all golden and like full of all the flavor, and it's just like, oh man, 
I can really visualise it. And when he talked about it, it's just yeah. like really, really uh, want that so badly. Definitely. Yeah. So, so the potatoes is definitely um, <laughs> it's it was his hot commodity. So mm. everyone knows that they're his. Everyone in the family <laughs> yeah. knows that the potatoes are his. And I love that. I love that it's yeah. like this is something now where it's just like you've got him. You know, he, his grand would have done extra potatoes just for him. Yeah. Everyone in the family knows that the potatoes are for Kamel, and um, and that he will look at he will get stressed and I could feel his stress that when he's eating, he'll be like checking the potato situation yeah. in the pot as well as what everyone else has got just to make sure that there's enough potatoes. Yeah. And the fact that if, if a visitor comes or anything, then that they don't, they haven't, they haven't been briefed and they're like ruining it all by taking like too yeah. many potatoes and stuff. It's just like, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling it, really feeling it. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's one of the best described dishes we've had. Yeah, I think, and Absolutely. even to like the forkful, like you know, I I know what's on each forkful of food, and that's yeah. awesome. And it's yeah. nice to think like that. You know, you're not just thinking of like what's in front of you. It's like what is going in your mouth with each bite, and that's mm-hmm. I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. Side. Okay, so the side dish um, is a plate of potatoes, um, which <laughs> extra potatoes. So, so, I'd, so um, which is brought, which is brought out just as he's finishing the biryani. Um, yeah. I don't know if we've really discussed this, Dan, but us as a family, we have kind of a, a quite a strong affiliation with. Uh, the potato. Um, yeah. Where, you know, um, our dad, he'll, he'll, you know, he often used to do a weekly roast and there would be always mashed and roast potatoes. Um, and he would, he would often just have a mashed potato sandwich. Like, you know, we're, we're from a family of potato lovers. Yeah. Um, and so again, this as a side is is almost the perfect thing. Yeah, absolutely. And it's because it's the potatoes from the biryani as well. It's just extra from that. And did he say, like, after he finishes one, the next one comes out? So they're always hot and fresh. <laughs> so there's, not, fresh. there's no lukewarm or cold ones. And that's just no. genius. Yeah. 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 I was just thinking, like, it just occurred to me, like, talking about our family thing. And I think, like... Yeah. This is why I love curry rice and chips so much, because it's curry with potato and rice, and yeah. the, the the curry sauce is getting all into those chips, and yeah, like the textures and like the feeling and the taste of the potato. It's like that's the same sort of feeling I get with curry rice and <laughs> chips, which I talk about so much and which I seem obsessed with. But that's kind of linked to this. I feel, yeah. I think it's it's kind of it's quite a close association, like you know, yeah. that's exactly what it is, and and as well, it's when you have something like that, like that, you are always consciously thinking about the chip to rice to curry ratio. Yeah, yeah. You know, have I got enough chips left? For 
And and if anyone steps in and has, says, can I have a couple of chips? Yeah. I, no. I get quite stressed out because it's like it's throwing my ratios off. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not happy about this. I started out knowing exactly what what my ratios were. Yeah, for, absolutely. Um, for the meal and, and someone's come along and nicked a couple of chips and I'm not happy yeah. about that. But, you know, you can't really get annoyed because it's just a chip. I know, I know. But, yeah, I think you're right. Potato is king in our family. Um, yeah. Just like, yeah, it's like chip butties as well and stuff like that. And Yeah. I do like potatoes. I do, I must say, I do like them. Yeah. yeah I think, um, you know, for those people who just kind of get rid of carbohydrates in their diet, it would always be really hard for me to do that because of potatoes and the yeah. various forms that they take. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking about <sighs> potatoes now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But Those I think potatoes, they... straight out the oven, Dan. And because they're straight out the oven, they might have created a little bit of crisp as well. Oh, mate. Yeah, they probably have. They've probably got a little, yeah. bit of, a, bit, a little bit of rice stuck to them still and a bit of, like, mutton <laughs> still. Sort oh, of like stop just... it, Dan. <laughs> oh, I need to have a big old cook-off where we cook a 10-person biryani um, yeah. maybe next time we're together we'll do that but, um, yeah yeah. just you know some kind of occasion even like a Christmas dinner Like I would, I would pass on a Christmas dinner and have like a huge biryani made yeah, I'd love that, a big like Indian feast instead of Christmas dinner. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Did I ever yeah. tell you, so I had a girlfriend at university who, um, mm. they didn't do Christmas dinner, and instead they would go for Indian every okay. Christmas day. Uh, the whole family, there'd be like, I think 12 of them would go, and I got invited once, and I was just like, no, like, you know, yeah. why would I ever want to do that? And as, as... I've got a bit older and stuff. It's like, oh man, that is a good idea. Like, yeah. just go into the Indian and just having like a feast. Um, so maybe I'll do that with the biryani. Hello. Hello. Can I get you a drink? Yes, okay. You have a beautiful voice. Thank you. Can I give you a kiss? No. Okay. So for drink, Kamel chose, well, he started off by talking about floats um, and the moment he discovered uh, an ice cream float, which I think I kind of did kind of later in life as well. It's only a few years back. I think dad did it where he was just like, you've not had a float. And I think he did, what was it? I think he did ice cream and Coca-Cola and it, because that's what he used to have as like a kid. Yeah. And it was like. It was amazing. It was like yeah. as if these two things have always existed. I'm a fan of both of these. And yet the combination of it just works so well. Yeah. And because I, th- I had said, oh, the closest thing is cream soda, which I disagree with. Because yeah, I, I disagree. I, I had cream soda when I was a kid and it really put me off. Cream soda it was just so artificial and so. Yeah. yeah. It's just really weird. And then, so that put me off yeah. floats because I think dad probably tried to push them on me a few times. I'll like, oh, get a float, they're really nice. And I was just like, nah, yeah. I'm not doing that. Uh, just yeah. of, because of cream soda. 
And then we had yeah. one in Birmingham. I don't even know why. I think I just decided, oh, I'm mm-hmm. going to have one now. But it was um, cherry Coke with vanilla ice yeah. cream, and it was so good. And it was just so, so <laughs> yeah. much, so yeah. much better than cream soda. Cream soda's disgusting. It's like a poor imitation. And yeah, yeah. The floats, that is, yeah, brilliant. Absolutely amazing. In the end, Dan, he didn't choose an ice cream float. What he did choose is probably something just as good. Um, it's a Pakistani drink. Um, it's a cold coffee, yeah. which is more like a milkshake. Um, they talked about the scum that you get on a on a float, and that scum's still there. Yeah. So there is that little bit of layer on top um, from a place called Balak's um in pakistan now i managed to find this drink and it does look amazing yeah. it does just look like a coffee milkshake yeah um and it looks amazing yeah i'm definitely going to make one i've I found the recipe yeah. to, for one of them too and it because like we've talked about cold coffees before haven't we yeah and how like i think i was kind of a bit underwhelmed and i wanted to like i think you more. said that yeah yeah i think you said that they're not amazing like i really wanted to like, like a cold brew coffee um, yeah. but it just wasn't for me. And, you know, I like like the ice lattes to a point, but this just sounds like the fact it's got ice cream and I think just makes it, well, that's a sweet <laughs> cold coffee. That's yeah. exactly what I want. It's creamy. It's coffee. It's that's basically a coffee pudding. That's tiramisu yeah, yeah, yeah. in a glass. And that's, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'm surprised that isn't a bigger thing. And I've never seen that in this country of coffee milkshake. And, yeah, that, that'd yeah. be amazing. I don't know why that'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we, so achievable as well. Yeah, we should definitely be on the coffee milkshake business. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's yeah. even with like the floats as well. Like you, you don't often find a float wherever you go. No, you know, and I don't I, think that's a common thing to get. I forget about them as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's something I could easily do at home. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, I just yeah. don't don't think about it and. Yeah, I've never heard of a coffee milkshake either. And what a great yeah. idea that would be. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I think maybe that is the, the future. On to dessert. Yeah. And this is... We've talked about this before. We've mm-hmm. had it. Um, it is possibly my dream dessert as well. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, and it's the first time it's actually chosen. I think um, it's spoke about a lot in the podcast, but it's the first time it's chosen. But it's the matcha French toast um, dessert with with soft served um, matcha green tea ice cream yeah. from Chacfoyu. Um it's he said it's the dessert that he thinks about the most and i think when he said that i was like yeah that's it that's that's the kind of deciding thing you know my my dream dessert is one of two things one of them is this but i'd probably think about this particular one over whatever sticky toffee pudding i'd have Mm. so maybe that's how i decided but it's the description it's crispy on the outside inside it's like it's it's kind of raw cake. It's almost custardy. Mm. Um, on top, there's like a powder, which is the 
the is it Kinacho? Um, Ed calls like, it, yeah. which, is, which is kind of like a sweet bean, bean crust. Thing. Yeah. Um, and the only thing that um, Kamel said is like, when you get it, it's it's a wedge. You're getting half of what yeah. it actually is. He wants both halves. Yeah. Um, which um, I I kind of get. Like the portion that you get is massive. It oh, is yeah. like a big dessert. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then Ed said that he he went to a night where they did a, a, a collaboration with Brado's Tacos and oh. they did it in an ice cream sandwich. Yes. Uh, which, oh man, that sounds amazing. But yeah, yeah your thoughts on this, Dan? <clears throat> yeah, I had just got the same feeling. I think when we went and we had it, I was like, well, where's the yeah. other half? I want the other half. Yeah. And yeah, it's quite, a, it's quite a simple dessert in a way, but it's not also like it's, it's a good, it's a good, it's a different thing and it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, just the fact that, because they don't have a load of desserts on their menu anyway, do they? They've got, they've got two. So they've got the yeah. matcha. Um, they've got the French toast and then they've just got the ice cream on it. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, this so is that's like, all they have. I mean, that's and that's the way to do it. If you're gonna do it, something properly, do it amazingly. So Absolutely, it's like yeah. this is yeah. the dessert we do, and yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, I mean, I, I would, I think maybe the ice cream sandwich sounds better maybe to me. Mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know because they've got it kind of sorted, haven't they? And they talked about the cinnamon thing being on top of the ice cream sandwich. Whether they talked yeah. about how they hated cinnamon, which I mind blowing. Yeah. Did not understand that at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cinnamon is is one of the best things and, and one of God, the best flavors. God help them if they ever put that as a secret ingredient. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But well, that's that's why we stopped doing this. I think well, that is, that's yeah. the secret ingredient. Yeah, definitely. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, I would ha- happily have the Shaq Fuyu version any time of the day, yeah, any day of the week, um, and the sandwich version. There's not enough ice cream sandwiches anyway, so fair play, and you get both parts of your toast then as well, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds um, good to me. I guess that, the, as you said, though, Dan, it's like, it is a simple dessert, but... And and this is what I think about like amazing food is like if it can be recreated and it's like I I don't know how you'd recreate that. No. And and it's and it's getting that kind of like the crust, it's the, the kind of rawness on the inside. It's you know, I can get the flavours from it, I can kind of distinguish what's in it, but yeah. how I'd make it, I just haven't got a clue. And then that the ice cream as well, it's like because it's soft serve, yeah. it's like a huge difference than if it's just normal ice cream. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think and that's the sign of any good restaurant. I think is that that you can't fully recreate it if it's like a signature dish they do. Yeah, like their prawn toast, Shack for you as well. It was like the most amazing prawn toast, and I don't know how they did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because like prawn toast is like well, it's bog standard everywhere. But that was completely different, and that was, that was really amazing, you know. And it's not like a fancy pants restaurant, is it? No, no. You know, 
it's well, I've just got you know a, a, some talented chefs there and yeah. some creative people in there, yeah. and I think it's across probably all of their like bone daddies as well, and and all of their kind of that group of of restaurants like they are just doing like really nice kind of creative food that yeah. you can't really do at home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and we brought. I mean, I brought you the bone daddies book, and I brought one for myself. And so you can do have a crack at some of the things they do, but bloody hell, it's not easy. No, it's not. No. Like all the recipes they have is like, well, you need this, you need that, you need the other. Please turn to all these different pages to find out how to do it. And then it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's really difficult to do all that stuff. And that's what makes you appreciate going to like a, a restaurant like that. Whereas if you went to, there's so many restaurants where you, like half the Italians you go to, it's just like, well, I could do this at home. You know, yeah. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, even like some of the Indian ones you go to, or you know, like most 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 British restaurants. It's like, yeah, it's not that special, is it? Yeah, yeah. This is like the the really, yeah, it makes you really appreciate what they're doing. I think when they put the effort in like that and mm-hmm. doing yeah. interesting and fun things. Your thoughts overall on Kamel Nunjiani's menu? Yeah, amazing. It's an easy A for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I don't know if I've given any other A's, really. No, no, um... Like, uh, there's, I don't think there's much to kind of criticize. Like, you know, the, the, each element is like stuff that I've considered. Like, the, the dessert for sure is one of my favorites. The starter yeah. is something I've really considered as being like my dream starter. Yeah. Um, and then just the main course, like, you know, it could have, I guess it could have been most things and the way it was described. Yeah. Just makes you go, well, I have to have that. I have to have some kind of version of it. Yeah. Um it's it's awesome. And even the drink, like, you know, it's it's different stuff. It's like stuff yeah. that I've not really considered, but yeah, it's like amazing and interesting stuff. So Yeah. Absolutely. One of the best menus I think we've had. Yeah, definitely. And this is one I've been looking forward to since we started this series. I didn't realise it was the last formal episode of the series too either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So So um waited a long time for it, so I'm glad to I've discussed it and heard all about that beautiful orange potato again. Oh yeah, yeah. Just give us that orange potato. I mean, if it, if it, I was thinking about this, if it just been that potato, just the way it was described, I think that would still have been an A. <laughs> if it'd been a plow, plowman's lunch, you know, <laughs> rice pudding, if the side was still that potato, I kind of would have thought. Yeah. I mean, good potato though. That's good yeah, potato. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, well done, well done, Kamal. Yeah. And thank yeah. you, thank you so much for. Yeah. For your episode. Yeah, thank you very much. So, Dan, um, we've got two more episodes to do. I think. Um, yeah. We've got um, Joe Lysett and Greg Davies. So, um, I assume we'll be back next week. But if not, we'll be back. To do those two special episodes, we will. Uh, they wear Christmas. Um, mm. They wear Christmas specials. 
Um, so, you know, get your festive hat on as, um, as yeah. we'll be doing um, July sits next. We'll be back for the Off Off Menu podcast podcast of Joe Lice it then. Me will. See you next time All everyone. Right. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye.